I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! Biker gangs, black Nazis, pointy sticks, and high-waisted jeans... This week on the D-List. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Dave. And sitting here with my other host, John. What's going on? Oh, not much. And we have a, a special guest with us today. We do. It's our buddy, Aaron Madrid. Sorry, I like to do my own crowd effects. <laughs> good. What's up, everybody? Here. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to, glad to get you on. Glad to get you on. Yeah. We've uh, been wanting to get you in here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Long-time all three episodes. <laughs> all yeah. three. Six episodes. I haven't listened to any episodes yet, I'm going to be honest. So. Oh. I couldn't find it on Stitcher. and It is on Stitcher, though. It I is. know. Well, uh, It's under the Journey into Comics Podcast Network. Uh, yeah. Journey so, like, into Comics Podcast. Yeah, like Fair everything's That's under probably the where it's Journey at. into Comics umbrella, and then like all the episodes. Okay. Well, I'm going to like and subscribe the shit out of that. Please. Yeah. Lots of great shows, man. Lots of great shows. Shout out to all those dudes doing all their stuff. A lot of good stuff. Party. You like beer. You like wrestling. You like movies. You like just talking about stuff. It's like talking. <laughs> That's <laughs> basically my life. So, yeah, cool. I'm into like it. Like and yeah. subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, bro. So, we just watched the 1982 film 1990 the bronx warriors <laughs> to confuse the crap out of you with all these dates i'm stuff. very confused <laughs> uh and uh we also talked for about six minutes and then i kicked the plug to the recorder so we're doing this all again all even again though we just did it but we'll talk about it because it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um so yeah we got to watch 1990 the bronx warriors um we're going to talk about this at length very soon because, man, was it great. Super good. It, yes. It really was. Oh, super, super good. Like, there's only been a couple. Like, I mean, I know we've only done a handful of episodes, but uh, I feel like with the exception of Iron Master, which is why I wanted to kick this series, the, the, the podcast episodes off with Iron Master because I love that damn movie. <laughs> and I knew that you and Nick were just going to love it too. And we do. Um, <laughs> but with the exception of Iron Master, I don't think I'd watch anything we've watched on the show again except this. Except, oh, dude, I'm definitely like, this I'm, would definitely be one of those sitting at home Saturday afternoon, don't have shit. Oh, hell on, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, cleaning the house or whatever, just sitting around, dicking around, not doing anything. Playing like, through you know, Zelda on the Switch. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Turn this son of a bitch on. Playing this. Uh, golf game i've been playing on my phone lately yeah Ooh. so but uh yeah we'll get into 1990 the bronx warriors at length here very soon um aaron how's it going man i'm good i'm good guys i appreciate you sneaking out of the basement and coming to my place yeah uh, the sunlight hurt i know it's rough it's You're rough getting out of the basement i mean my place is kind of basement like at least it's on the bottom floor but <laughs> Yeah, I, I was uh, excited you guys were able to accommodate my special needs. No problem. <laughs> I got to pet a dog. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And she only peed on the floor once while the podcast was going on earlier. Progress. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> works out well, I think. Yeah, it's uh, not too difficult. This Our little situation's pretty easy yeah, to travel nice around with up. if need be. Um, as long as we got Wi-Fi... And Get that Wi-Fi's. We got Wi-Fi and a television. We can make it work. So yeah, it's pretty nice. Glad to have you on the show, man. Yeah, um, for sure. 
I was saying before I kicked the uh, kicked the plug out of the recorder that uh, you are you are definitely the most famous person we've ever had on the show before. I think, with the exception of Nick, I think Nick's Nick's pretty famous. Nick's, Nick's too. got some stuff going on. He was in the newspaper a while back yeah. for doing all the things he does. Nice, but he didn't have a number one hit on the Doctor Demento show. I just you. learned that today. Yeah, like just right yeah. now yeah. before I kicked the plug. I've known Aaron for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 we, we, I won't make you talk about it again if you don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you it's fine. It's uh, just look up Aaron Madrid and Twinkies, and if you search real hard, maybe you'll find it. <laughs> probably not though cause probably I was, not I think I've looked and I didn't have yeah. any success it did make it on I think it was the I think it's the album was called The Basement Tapes like number 11 or something because that was like Dr. Amanda would release these albums that were you know like back in the day when radio people were like oh you want to listen to my stuff again <laughs> more than once more than once or twice without tuning in uh, yeah so it's it was on an album somewhere that I never got any money for, which is really all I was about anyway. So. <laughs> you, you can't really expect to be getting those Dr. Demento royalties. Yeah, checks, yeah. Well, and let's be real. Like, I would be surprised if half the people listening even knew who Dr. Demento was. Uh, so, like, most requested on Dr. Demento for a couple months is probably means, like, three or four people called in and were like, what the fuck was that song about Twinkies? Let's that. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's good awesome. fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we really don't know where to go from there. Go, yeah. don't really know yeah. where to go from there. But, uh, it's been good. Um, we've been on Christmas break, so things have been a little bizarre. And we were just kind of trying to, we were like, oh, we need to throw an episode together here really quick. And, uh, I remember that Dave had gone on a uh, little Amazon spree a while back and came up with this <laughs> box set. Of all these crazy movies, I was like, dude, screw it. Let's do 1990 Bronx Warriors. Uh, I know it's got my homeboy, George Eastman, in there. So. Our homeboy. Our homeboy. Our homeboy. The although, D-list alum. Although, with, uh, <laughs> without me, would you even have ever known who he was? That's true. You're right. That's true. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. I mean, it's possible. You know, you may have stumbled across, like, Anthropophagius or something yeah. yourself at some point in time. Maybe you didn't put it together with George Eastman. Who knows? I do. Um, now he's got sweet hair in this one. I also definitely did not. I didn't realize, like, because, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd seen Iron Master a long time ago and loved it, but I didn't really realize, like, I had dove into Who? George Eastman's history. Right. He has a so lot of movies. It's the life and times of. It's insane. Like, he directed stuff. He wrote stuff. He was Really? Just, oh, yeah. Like, he was all over Italian cinema in huh. the 80s, for sure. This whole Italian cinema thing is, like, completely new to me. I didn't realize. Oh, dude. I know. Like, I'm. Re- this has been really informative for me, actually, because, like, now I've got all this stuff to go on Google and look Yeah, up. so, like, why is it important to have really good posture when you're riding a motorcycle? <laughs> Those are things I need to know. <laughs> the Italians were crazy in the 80s, man. Like, like the the... So there was like the rise in, in VHS, like VHS made, well, you know, it was the first time people were able to have home video, right? Because, you, you know, before that you had Super 8. Right. And Super 8 was like 15 minutes of a reel and that mm-hmm. was all you get. So you get like condensed movies. Right. But you didn't really get the full experience. And then VHS hits and like it really made the desire to have more shit out there. And the Italians just jumped all the hell over it for like, whatever reason, man. Like, they were just awesome. like, yes, let's do it. And they would just churn out crap. And, like, you know, just it, it was all, like, exploitation stuff and genre stuff, 100%. Like, so much of it. And it's like, you know, they're... Uh, you know, asylum films, right? It did like Transmorphers and right, right, all yeah. that shit. Yeah, like, it's yeah. kind of like that was Italy was kind of like the start of that. Cause I mean, like, obviously, this kind of shit's all like based on just trying to capitalize on Escape from New York and Mad Max and yeah. shit like and that. The, sure. I, I got a very much the Warriors vibe from this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny because I feel like maybe this is like the, the equivalent of this kind of. Uh, I don't know if the type of film for that now is like Sharknado yeah, and like yeah, Sharknado yeah, yeah, yeah. one two three four and five produced by Asylum Films. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Sharknado with Chris Jericho. <laughs> Shark. Shark. 
Sharknadico. No, no, Jarrett. Whatever. I'm uh, just now realizing, by the way, who George Eastman is. Like, yeah. I knew I kind of recognized him when we were watching it, but I'm, like, looking through his filmography now, and even his picture on Wikipedia, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I totally know who that yeah, fucking yeah, guy he's is. Yeah, he's been in so much shit. Oh, yeah, crazy. A lot uh, of cannibal movies. Yeah, Italians were real big with the cannibal stuff. Yeah. How about fucking King David starring Richard Gere? How about that? You guys into a little bit of the Jesus flicks? George Eastman the- was in King David with <laughs> yeah, Richard dude. Gere? Yeah. Holy fucking what? Right? Is it what's more weird that he did that or that I knew that I had seen him from something and that's I'm pretty crazy. sure that's what it was. That's wow. crazy. Had no idea. Now I got to see who he even was. Man. Some Jesus dude. Probably. Some Jesus He's dude. fucking Goliath. Uh, like the giant Goliath that, that you, makes know, sense. you know your Bible stories. Getting, getting plunked in the head with, by David. That's amazing. I mean, that's like kind of a major role, right? Yeah. But I mean, as, as a writer, he's got 44 credits and he's got 60 acting credits. And those 60 acting credits are all between 1966 and like 1990. There's like a couple outliers later than that. Um, you know what that means? Dude did a lot of coke. Probably. Because <laughs> he was good. working. Chances are good. It's the 80s, man. That's just, just, just what, what you, you do. do. Yeah, yeah. But, man, he's been in... Fuck, he was in a movie called Porno Holocaust. What? what? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. Doesn't seem like something. Like uh, is that a is show. that a Joe D'Amato? How that about? A, yeah, that's a Joe D'Amato. Um, so Joe D'Amato that did uh, he did a bunch of stuff. Um, I feel like we've talked about Joe D'Amato on I, here I before. Think so. I've heard the name before. Um, what uh, the? F- I forget what the like some of the bigger movies that Joe D'Amato did, and it's hard to find shit in his. Like he did absurd. Um, he did anthropophagius. Okay. Um, Beyond the darkness. I want to. I really want to watch Beyond the darkness. I haven't seen Beyond the darkness yet. Uh, Vinegar syndrome just did a super awesome like reissue. Oh really? Of uh, Beyond the darkness. Yeah, it's like this fucked up like. Um, there's this dude and he's like fucked in the head, and like like his wife or some girl he loves or something like that dies. So he like mummifies her and shit like you, like um psycho norman oh, bates really? kind of style Ooh. but it's like hella fucked up like roger ebert said that the movie had no redeeming value and it was one of the most disgusting things ever put on celluloid so i'm like wow right, let's gotta watch check it. that fucking thing uh, out. <laughs> on the topic of most disgusting things ever made and george eastman little film he wrote and directed in 1976 dog lay afternoon Young girl witnesses her mother having sex with the family dog. When her father finds out, he burns the dog alive. She's so Uh traumatized by these incidents that she later turns into a nymphomaniac. So that's a movie that exists. That's gotta love the seventies. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say we will not be watching. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Maybe don't invite me along if (laughs) you change your mind. I'm gonna be good on not watching that at all. But uh, yeah, but Joe Joe D'Amato, who did a lot of this like Italian stuff, whose name is not Joe D'Amato, by the way. I don't some Italian some Italian stuff. Very Italian. Kind of stopped doing. I hate to say mainstream film, but I don't know what to counter it with. And just straight straight up went to hardcore porn. Really? Yeah. Like he directed lots of porn. I kind of thought Fred Williamson got into that a little bit too. Or is that just because he looks like... It's that mustache. Yeah, it's the the porn mustache. He is like the king of the the porn porn mustache. mustache. But uh, man, Fred Williamson's awesome. That guy's been in a ton of great stuff. There's a 70s movie with like some ragtag bunch of soldiers going to shoot some people He's fred williamson's it. the dude you want for that Damn right so but other than that dave what you been watching well i haven't really been watching a ton of movies um i did watch speaking of george eastman i watched uh a spaghetti western he did oh yeah he did a Ooh, bunch of those did a bunch of those thy neighbor yeah that's what, with, the, with the claw yeah, 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 yeah. Watch it was, it. I, I think I mentioned that one on the last episode. We it did. was weird. It was kind of boring. It's kind of boring. A lot of them are. Yeah, they're it was, slow. They're like slow. The, there's a scene with the the claw scene's kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. a weird claw in the middle of a western. 
But uh, other than that, yeah, that was, really didn't fit that movie at all. No, it was bizarre. Yeah. Other than that, it's kind of boring. It really is. That's the problem with a lot of those. A lot of those spaghetti westerns are just fucking slow, and boring, and hard to watch. Yeah. So I feel like that's why when you get uh, the Man with No Name trilogy, you know, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Like you get those ones that are really great. God, they're fucking. Great. Yeah. When they're great. They're great. That three ten to Yuma. Yeah. But like, God, I love even Good Tombstone. The- like. Tombstone's great. That's Tombstone's not. Great. That's not exactly like. Get to watch. Cheesy per se, I guess, but. Yeah, it's know, not like it's a, kind of like an A list cast, yeah, really. Yeah, pretty but much. Hard to go wrong with Val Kilmer and revival, Kevin Costner in the same movie. Revival Western. Revival Western. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I watched that. Um, I've been watching. It's not a. It's not a movie, but I've been watching The Sopranos for the first time. Great show. Great show. I One of the best shows. It. One of the best shows ever. Like yeah, honestly, like. Yeah. Everybody's like, but you know, fuck Game of Thrones, Lost, or fuck no, nah, what? No, nah, man, fucking, like, in my opinion, the three best television shows ever produced ever are The Sopranos, The Wire, and Breaking Bad. In that order, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I'd throw Breaking Bad in there, but n- only because of like I lost interest. Oh, really? So it might still belong. But I lost interest. But The Wire and fucking Sopranos, hell yeah. Fucking love The Wire. I yeah, love The so Wire. So Omar coming, yo. I still, every time I see that fucking guy. <laughs> He's been in a bunch of stuff now. I know, you yeah. Got, you he, got, the guy's a good fucking actor. And you got uh, Wallace from the first season running around being all super fucking yoked these days, hell fighting yeah. the Black Panther and shit. Well, and shit, fucking uh, uh, Stringer Bell. Yeah. That's fucking... Uh, what's his name? Yeah, right? Yeah. That guy's like... They were talking about him being the next James Bond for a minute there. I believe yeah. it. It's fine. Which would have been awesome. I don't and think then, it's and happening. And then he was but... in Cats and that thing's... Yeah. Ooh. Well, everybody makes Ooh. a bad decision now and again. It's true. It's true. It's true. Happens to the worst of us. Or best of us, I mean. <laughs> well, either one. Yeah, right. Other than that, yeah, I was watching the... Watching the Sopranos. Sopranos good. I yeah. feel like I need to wear like more track suits and gold chains now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cut people up and... The bandsaw on the back of the pork store, and yeah, eat some cannolis, uh, carmziti. <laughs> so uh, when I I caught on to the Sopranos kind of late, but I did watch like the last two seasons live. Um, so when me and my roommate at the time, Riley, were okay. catching up on it, like we were just getting net- discs from Netflix because that was when that's how you did Netflix. God, that was a weird DVDs time. Yeah, mailed to you. St- they time. still do it. Still, I know, around. I know, I know. Um, and I don't think that's probably better than their streaming service. Their streaming service sucks and has nothing that you want to watch because it's bad now. Yeah, there's too many other streaming services now. I mean, well, shit. it's like and Netflix went so fucking hard on the original content crap. That's not what I want to watch, man. I pay for your streaming service because I want to watch some movies. I don't yeah. want to watch Bird Box. Some of their original shit's pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of good stand-up specials. There's lots of that stuff on there. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, big big fan of what's her name? Uh, nailed it. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The like uh, Nicole Byer competition show. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like the baking show? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like where they suck at it. Yeah. They're just like all really it's terrible like, Let's just at make it. fun of how shitty people are at something they think they're good at. <laughs> Super good. Kids love it. Uh, I'm pretty over those kinds of reality shows though I, i've been i've never really been into those pretty pretty over oh them. shit though have you seen the new one called the circle no oh it's the trashiest reality show i've watched in a while and that actually is the only thing that i've been watching recently <laughs> talking shit about circles. yeah yeah exactly no they they've they're releasing like four episodes a week and they've only released the first four episodes and it's they put eight people in an apartment building None of them have met. None of them know each other. None of them can see each other. And they can only interact with each other via this social media platform called The Circle. So you got, like, the people that are like, this is who I am. And, re- you know, I'm going to be really who I am. And then you got, like, the, uh, the you know, the heavy set black woman who's actually catfish. Well, she's not really catfishing, but she's, like, playing a gorgeous, like, model-esque looking chick. 
Uh, and then you got like the guy who's just using pictures of his girlfriend to like try and win the competition or whatever. And it's real dumb, but like also it's kind of great because you watch it and you're like, wow, that's how it really works. And we're all real terrible people. <laughs> like this like is awesome. I do not want to watch. If yeah, I was, no, you would if, love it, Dave. No, I, promise. I was, I promise. <laughs> If I was cast on that show, I would be the worst contestant of all time. I just wouldn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's what my social media is now. It's like, <laughs> like it had cut to me, and I'd just be like scrolling through this thing, like looking at like woodworking pictures, <laughs> like a butt. <laughs> Every time they cut to you, you're like, it's not porn. It's some research on no, I'm supporting, I'm supporting this young lady's endeavors <laughs> to show me her butt. Yeah, it's 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 a terrible, awesome show. Yeah, it's I been my guilty pleasure the last week for sure. Yeah, I did see that there is a new uh, competition reality show about Lego coming out. Oh, what? Okay, now that like, I can uh, get behind like Lego Masters or something. It's hosted by um, what's his shit. Uh, Fucking Joe Bluth. Uh, oh no Will, way! Will really? Yeah, Will Arnett because he does the he does the voice of Batman. All the Lego oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I fucking love Will Arnett. So man. yeah, it's like they give these people a bag of Legos and tell them to make shit out of it, and I'm like super pumped for that. That sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Coming out soon. That have one you sounds really sweet. have you seen the one? I guess it's actually been out for a while, but I just found it on Hulu. It's called Making It. Yeah, with Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler and, and Nick Offerman. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Nick Offerman. Yeah, that's the only part of that show I like is that them. Nick Offerman tries to eat stuff that's <laughs> not food like yeah. very frequently right. on that show. <laughs> and they're not the judges because they're both way too nice. Yeah. So the people are like, so oh, I, that asshole from I was going to do this, but I didn't finish it. And they're like, don't tell the don't tell the judges you didn't finish it. Tell them you changed your mind. It looks great. And like Whatever. the creative so director good. from Etsy who has to say Etsy. Yeah, right, right. Where they're plugging Etsy and yeah. all the stuff's on Etsy. And this is like, be sure to go to Etsy. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very trendy right now on Etsy. Barf. Yeah. I hate all of this. That stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have, I'm still I'm still cramming on my Seinfeld. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I got like one season left. I, I'd never watched Seinfeld all the way through every episode, so I'm watching Seinfeld every episode, and I got like one season left. It's funny all the way through. That show's great. Um, last night, though, I watched Chud. Oh, you mentioned that. <laughs> I watched Chud last night. Some cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. I forgot that is what it stood for. <laughs> that's actually not what it stands for. It stands for something else. Oh. When you find out later that it's like contaminated, hazardous, something, blah, 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 toxic waste that they've, toxic waste. they're dumping. Man, Chud's kind of slow and kind of boring, but it's okay. It's It's got some moments. It's got uh, what's his shit from... Uh, you get a little... Uh, um, Home Alone reunion there. Oh. Because you got... Uh, Not the Slippery Bandits. Yeah, uh, Daniel Stern. Oh, really? That's yeah, he's like the guy that runs the the homeless shelter where like all the homeless people are disappearing from, like the soup kitchen. Uh, yeah. And uh, what's his shit from uh, the dad from Home Alone? Oh. Um, I... He's on. Oh, yeah. What is this one? Didn't he die? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the dad from Clifford, whose name I can't remember. (laughs) John Hurd. John Hurd. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Hurd. John Hurd, not Hurd. Not, not, not John Hurd. I was like, that's not John Hurd. No, John Hurd. Yeah, he's the the first season of Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. He just died when I saw. So, yeah, you get that little reunion there with those guys. But it's really not that great of a movie. (laughs) The monsters are cool, but... Like, I've been noticing when I'm watching a lot of these movies, like, especially around that time, they don't fucking, it takes them so long to pay off. Like, you're a good hour and ten minutes into Chud before you see the Chud. Really? Yeah, and it's no good, man. Like, I just, I don't understand that. Like, I feel like with the modern stuff, they've been doing a lot better job of getting into it quicker. Right. Cause I've just, I've noticed like, uh, anthropophagius, like 
I watched that like a couple months ago, and that is one of the slowest goddamn movies I've ever yeah, seen you in my that, life. I wanted to see it, and then you said it's, it's, it's so freaking slow. Like the last ten minutes is crazy as fuck. Like dude eating his own guts, like kills a pregnant woman, eats the baby, like it's fucked. Yeah, but it's only ten minutes of a fucking like two hour movie. Jesus. Oof. So I just I don't I don't get that. Like I just think that. A lot of these films would be so much better if they just get to the fucking point a right. lot quicker. Better pacing. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. There's been... I think there's good stuff. Heredity? You seen Heredity? Hereditary is awesome. Hereditary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that one did a good job of like, okay, it's five minutes into the movie. Bam! Here we go. Boom. Here's some fucking crazy shit. That one's... Am- I really like that <laughs> Fucking... Yeah, that, that movie's nuts, dude. Yeah, it is. That movie's nuts. Headless corpses everywhere, like everywhere. Decapitating a fucking eight year old. God, <laughs> I watched that with Tyler. He had seen it before, but even like that part where I was like, "Oh, oh God, yeah, man. yeah," you're just like, "God, ugh, shit." Yeah, that's a good one. I still haven't seen Midsummer. I still I want to see it. Midsummer. I, I like Midsummer. It's a different feel, and it's very. Odd. It's the same dude that Ari yeah. Aster dude. Yeah, it's the same guy. It's kind of cool because it's all shot like. In the daylight, mm-hmm. like he wanted to make a movie, like a horror movie that's set that's like, bright and yeah. sunny, and yeah, that's interesting. It's so. really cool. It's, it's got that. It's got that cool, like you know, creepy cult stuff, mm-hmm. so. Wicker Man kind of thing. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm interested in that. I want to see it for sure. It's a little. I wouldn't say it's slow, but like, it's more character driven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's fine if you have characters, right? And you're driving characters with your movie. But exactly. they ain't doing that in Anthropophagus. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just, like, I, I seriously went so hard on Seinfeld while I was on break from work. Just, like, I'd get up, sit on the couch, watch Seinfeld for nine hours. <laughs> go in the other room, play some video games for a while, go to bed. So that, was, that was my day for, that's for, like, 12 straight days. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. My last day of break today sucks. I started to get tired of it, man. Like at one point, I was like, "I'm gonna go get a pizza because I need to put on pants so I feel like a human being." I'll tell you what. I brought the puppy home right before winter break uh, that was started. Good. That was a good because time I was like, it. you know yeah. what? I'll get my ass off the couch, and it did. Like now, I have a nice habit of taking like a couple mile walk every day. Uh, and then drinking a bunch when I come back instead of just <laughs> yeah. drinking a bunch. Oh well, yeah, you gotta you gotta work it off then. Drink yeah, it. right, right. That's the idea. Also, like I'm really into Pokemon Go again right now. So uh, Get you outside. yeah, that's the thing again. Yeah, well, I, it is in my life. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know, right? I never even so much as downloaded that thing. I did. Well, if you like arbitrarily catching cute things that don't exist, and by catching, I mean throwing a digital ball at them, and then maybe you get them and maybe you don't, it's the game for you. I have no interest in Pokemans. It uh, really fills my need to collect things. Ah, see, uh, my need to collect things, I go buy stuff. Right, that's why I wanted a game, because the last time I didn't have the game, I bought the Infinity Gauntlet and a Star Wars helmet. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need to be collecting that shit. Yeah, yeah. I basically wore it for like two or three days, just tried to do different things with it while wearing it. Not very practical. <laughs> no, I noticed the uh, the thumb articulation seems a little yeah, weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's, little, really it's definitely like, made to like make a fist to be like I punch things, but like not, not to hold grab the leash while you're walking or, your dog or yeah. pick up a beer can. You can wrap something. the leash around it. That works pretty well actually. And yeah, I did take the dog on a full walk wearing the, the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just like I'm an adult. There's a auction house that does like all movie paper. So one sheets, lobby card, shit like that. Yeah. So if I need to collect some shit, they run three auctions a week, and they have like a thousand things every week, every auction. What? You have yeah. to tell me about this because that's uh, some stuff. That yeah, like because it, it'll because there'll be something I want. Like a while back, there was a, a Charles Bronson Ten to Midnight poster that I really wanted. What? Yeah, I love that fucking movie. Hell yeah. Dong in it. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> That's the reason he, he, he said that multiple times when he mentioned that movie. It's a good movie. So I found they had a poster for that because I got a I got an alert set up on that site anytime there's Charles Bronson shit that pops up there. 
I have it. Send me an email so I know. Charles Bronson. <laughs> and um, I got that 10 to midnight poster and I was like, well, shit, I'm already paying shipping. And I can add as many things as I want to this flat pack. So let's get a Police Academy 4 poster. Because it's... Because why, why not? It was $4, dude. Like, fucking A. Come on. It's Drew Struzan art. Yeah. Four bucks. I don't care. Whatever. They don't make posters like they used to anymore, man. Like, I'm sitting here looking through Google at all this shit for uh, for the movie we watched and, like, these all these other movies and all the, the super animated, illustrated, yeah. like, awesome fucking posters, like... You just don't get that shit anymore. Well, no. I mean, it's all like back then. That's how you shit. had to sell the movie. You yeah, had to get yeah. people to come want to come see your movie yeah. just from that, right? Maybe a trailer that ran on something else, right? But if you were lucky, you had to grab them with those freaking posters, and now they're just like, yeah, here's a white poster with some red writing on it. You know what's cool? That's what I got into uh, like the designer vinyl scene, like the vinyl toys mm-hmm. scene for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a whole shitload of those guys Get that used to do and... cool posters. Yeah. That like once that kind of wasn't a thing anymore, they started doing their own art, and then they got into like the designer vinyl stuff. So like Frank Kozik and all these guys that used to do oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. badass uh, like band show posters and movie posters. A bunch of those dudes like do random ass designer vinyl stuff now. Hmm. Uh, or or did, so I don't. I, don't, I would I imagine that stuff still. Too much attention that stuff to still got to be going pretty. Oh good. yeah, yeah, it's definitely still a thing. Because there's that toy store in Kokomo. Yeah, and yeah. they got cabinets full of that. Yeah, I haven't been to that one, but I need to go there. Oh dude, I've heard it's. Insane. I've heard it's awesome. Oh dude, I just went to Rotofugi in Chicago last weekend, which Ooh. is also a yeah, super yeah, yeah. kick-ass store. I love that shit. All that stuff's super dumb and awesome. And hilarious. I have a hard time going to that. Oh yeah, Toy like, Store in Kokomo. Oh, I bet. It's just like I walk in there and I was like, I want all. I of want this. all. See exactly. That's why I fucking play Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> they have really good shit too. Like you're gonna find something you want in oh, there. I you're gonna find it. it. I don't it's doubt it's it. definitely gonna happen. I'll wear my Infinity Gauntlet and my Red Five fucking Rebel <laughs> Alliance fighter pilot and go in there and see what's up. <laughs> yeah, maybe all I'll right. feel enough shame. <laughs> well. I feel like I could also probably start a podcast talking about toys that I want to buy. I'll totally be a guest on that as well. But since we already have this podcast where we talk about shitty movies that we watched, let's talk about a shitty movie we watched. Uh, you, you say shitty. and Solid fucking gold. <laughs> it's a shitty movie. You can enjoy a shitty movie. and You can have a great time with a shitty movie. It's still a shitty movie. But I don't know. I'm going to disagree, but I'll I'll agree to disagree. So, yeah, 1982. Enzo Castellari. Enzo Castellari, I guess. Castellari, that sounds... I guess that's how how I'll say it. Uh, Directed... um, I don't know any of these other... The writers here, there's a whole bunch. One dude... Oh, story and screenplay. Um, yeah, I don't know this writer dude. I don't know what other kind of stuff he's done. Um, looks like a lot of the similar kind of Italian trash. If you go to Enzo's uh, Wikipedia page, the picture is legit like him sitting in what looks like an Italian restaurant. Like the black and white checkered floor. He's like having a little meal. Um this is interesting. Just figured this out. Uh, this was written by the dude that wrote Zombie. Really? The Lucio Fulci Zombie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Wait a minute. Amityville 2. Iron Master. Screenplay Iron Master. Same guy. Oh, it's the same guy. Uh, yeah, how yeah. about the original Inglorious Bastards? He wrote that? He directed it. Oh, shit. Starring Fred Williamson. That's why he's in this one. Huh. Yeah, I'll be damned. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like this is... uh, I feel like this is the first movie we've had on here that actually had some... Dare I say legitimate star power in it. Yeah, I mean, with David Carradine. Yeah, Carradine. Carradine made so many fucking movies, though. Yeah. Sherilyn Fenn. But that was, like, kind of the start of her career. That was before Twin Peaks, so... Um. Yeah, it's got uh, Vic Morrow, Christopher Connolly, Fred Williamson. Um, those are all like legitimate actors that I had heard of, and I knew them from many other things before this. Right. Fred Williamson, of course. Uh, probably 
probably mostly remembered for our generation for uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn, yeah. I think for sure. Um, he's like a big old like truck driver in there, wasn't he? Well, he, was, he was one of the dudes that was in the um, one of the vampire hunters that was in the bar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. with him, yeah. And, him and Tom Savini. Him and a sex machine. The sex machine. God, I love that movie. <laughs> it's really good, man. Yeah, it's so really good. good. Cheech Marin. It's uh-huh. fucking great in that. <laughs> Never got into the show, though. It's not bad. Yeah. It was not bad. I watched the first season, and I was like, this is all right. Okay. It's okay. Maybe I'll go hunt it down uh, instead of watching I mean, it's, reality shows. It's the movie. Yeah. Just way longer. Yeah. So I can get into but that. But it's, it's not terrible. It's not terrible at all. Um, wasn't that on El Ray Network? Mm, something. It was something weird. Some weird network. Man, El Ray Network is awesome. Like, <laughs> I wish I had El Ray. It's, it's like when they first launched, it was like, we got crazy movies, kung fu, and lucha underground wrestling. And I was like, <laughs> I love all of this shit. Thank you, Robert Rodriguez. But, yeah, Vic Morrow. Uh, this may have been one of the last things he did. He looked pretty old in this. Well, he was... Yeah, so he was killed July 22nd, 1982. During oh, oh yes, yeah, so that's during, like this same year this was made. Um, yeah, he did uh, uh, a Benko Green Berets right after this, and then Twilight Zone, where he was killed. Decapitated by helicopter rotor yeah, blades? Yeah, do you guys not know that story? No. no. Okay, 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 so I know, I know this story because it's fucking insane um and it almost it almost put steven spielberg in prison for life wow because of this shit so they were filming twilight zone the movie which is like an anthology if you haven't seen it see it it's it's pretty decent um they were filming that and there was a scene like uh his his uh section was like he was like a bigot kind of asshole dude and like he kept like having flashbacks or something to where he was in places where he was being discriminated against or something. And there's a part where he's in Vietnam and he's trying to save these two little girls from this uh, village that's being attacked by American soldiers. And during the filming of it, he like was supposed to pick them up and carry them. And the helicopter crashed it like got its rotors caught in a cable or something. And there's video of it. Like you can watch it happen. Oh, what you can watch it happen. And the helicopter like tilts over and decapitated all three of them right there immediately on the set. Wow. And I had had not known that. Yeah. It was, it was big time, um, doings about like workplace safety kind of shit. Right. And Spielberg had to go like testify in front of Congress and shit. And like he, yeah, like no shit. It it damn near put Spielberg completely fucking out of business. I never knew that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I definitely read about that because it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It sounds like it. (laughs) And it's one of those things that like a lot of people kind of forgot about. Cause like, I remember when it happened and it was like, Whoa, Holy shit. That's crazy. But a lot of people just kind of didn't don't remember that happened because I, I don't think anybody even really remembers that there's a Twilight Zone in the movie. Yeah, from the early '80s. There were didn't they do it again in like the '90s, mid late '90s? Wasn't there another one? Did they? I don't remember that. I kind of thought they, they did. A few maybe. I don't remember that. I just they felt like the, the only back, one I've seen, show, yeah. like last year or something with Jordan Peele doing something. Oh like, yeah, I feel like that probably was good. Anyway. It was fifty fifty. It was yeah. like one good episode and like a bad episode, then a good episode, then a bad episode. Absolutely. But it was basically the same episodes again. Oh yeah. Like one of the first episodes was the terror at fifty thousand feet. Oh yeah, man. But it that was, one uh, I, remember I think it was Adam forever. Scott was the guy on the plane. Sweet, I love Adam. Something Scott. on the wing. <laughs> uh, that's one of the that's one of the ones in the movie too. That's what I remember. It's uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, is in the plane, and it's fucking super terrifying. Is that the eighty two one? Yeah. Oh no shit! Maybe that is the one I've seen then. Yeah, and uh, I can't. What was the other? Oh, the other one is the uh, the one with the little kid that like controls everything, and he's like, oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy because he'll fucking melt oh, your fucking remember. face off and throw you in the TV. Now I gotta go watch that again, too. Uh, I just saw... Where did I see Twilight Zone? I think it was on Amazon. I think yeah. it just got added to Prime, maybe. I feel like Amazon has all the best shit. 
Because Amazon actually puts up <laughs> movies that aren't their own. Uh, they don't have a lot of new shit, but they got a lot of old shit. Yeah, right. They got right. a lot of real good old shit. So I, I definitely keep my Prime subscription, even though I don't order as much crap. I definitely keep it for the video portion. Yeah, same. And the music, too. It's not too bad. Usually fine. Use that at work a lot. Find something to listen to. Find something to listen to. But, um... Should we dive in on what this movie's about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm still talking about Vic Morrow. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, Vic Morrow. Was, yeah, that, that... Seriously, go read about that. I'm going to have to. I will, it's yeah. fucking bananas. And like I said, that video's out there. Like the video from the, the crane shot of the whole thing going happened? down. You can't... I mean, it's not like super graphic. But, I mean, you definitely see a guy carrying two young children. Because, I mean, it killed two, like, 10-year-old kids. Set a seven-year-old and a six-year-old. Seven-six, yeah. It's fucked. And, like, it really was a... It, it was negligence for fucking sure. Right, yeah. So... Wow. It's gnarly. Helicopters are dangerous. Anything where the wing moves faster than the fuselage is inherently unsafe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't know. What do you want to? You want to break this down? I, I, I don't even really remember how this fucking thing was so crazy. It was yeah. crazy. It's it's kind of hard to follow. There's really no. I can't find like an overarching plot in this movie. Yeah. Well, the I mean, the overarching plot is that the girl is going to inherit this weapons company, right. and she's all like morally and debt over this whole thing happening, and she's freaking out. So that's why she ran away. And they're also like Big Brother. Kind of the company, yeah, yeah. yeah like, so that's like one of the reasons she's like all, yeah, because she's like, well, they don't just make it. guns; they're controlling the world they're and dicks. And yeah, they're trying to keep all the because there's all these gangs that are in the Bronx. Yeah, and the gangs kind of have like they some of them have kind of like a peace treaty. Cause yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really, it's yeah. really, uh, it's really Escape from New York kind of thing mm-hmm. where they're just like. We don't give a shit about the Bronx. The Bronx is out of control. We can't do anything about it anymore. So fuck them. Just wall them off and wall yeah, off. yeah. Leave, and keep leave. a close eye on right. But yeah, without leave and cleave. <laughs> Mixed with a little bit of the Warriors because there's the different gangs. Different gangs, there's right? A whole bunch of weird gangs. Yeah. This. The the yeah. So there's like there's like the the writers. Yeah, the right. That's the main. Called. That's the good the guys. The good guys. The Hell's Quote. Angels running around yeah. with their Nazi yeah, right. helmets and just. Yeah, that's see. I really like this movie, but like all the Nazi imagery for the good guys was like I don't know. I am not. Think. I am not in any way advocating any of that crap because right. it's it's bullshit and yeah. stupid and, but, in that time period, that meant something different, man. It really did. Really? Yeah. It was just like a fuck the system kind of thing. Yeah, it was just kind of like shock yeah. factor rebellion kind of right. thing. Well, it I mean, and to to be like to back that up, that gang consisted of like clearly Italians, white guys, black guys wearing swastikas on their helmets. Like, the, yeah, there you know, was clearly was the one with the really being SS. racist at yeah. all. I mean, but, uh, so, however, yeah, I mean, the leader of the gang was named Trash. Yes. So, was he the leader, or was he well, just like? Yeah, I don't know. I got the vibe kinda, that he was kind like of the leader. Yeah, I feel like he was the leader. It seemed like it was, it was kind of a. Else. Yeah, yeah. Which that is a without. I don't want to go off on a diatribe because we can talk continue talking about the movie. But now I'm like really interested in looking that guy up because apparently he made a whole shitload of films, and the big problem with him was that he did look super like effeminate and didn't know how to stand and like was just kind of a weirdo kind of guy. And the speculate that like people made fun of him on set so much because he was such like a he just stood and his mannerisms were weird. He did yeah. he did move really weird. Yeah, <laughs> everything weird. about him was real weird. When he's riding the motorcycles, his posture was real. Like his look was cool. Yeah, you know he's got this kind of like racially ambiguous, yeah, yeah. tan. Shaggy hair. Yeah, right, right. It was a very Warriors kind of Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he he had kind of a cool look for sure, but his... Those jeans were so high (laughs) and up his ass crack, and he sat with his fucking... Back all arched when yeah, he was riding the motorcycle. Yeah, it's very weird. Weird. The guy weird. apparently vanished, and if you buy the Blu-ray edition of this, you get to. There was some mega fan of this guy that apparently like filmed a documentary of him trying to hunt the dude down. 
because oh. the guy like vanished, and so there's a whole. It's they interview the guy that made it and show his little mini documentary on the Blu-ray. Here's a I found there's a I just found a picture of him from reasonably recently. Uh, the hunt for trash. Yeah, that's the guy. The hunt. That's trash. that's the documentary. It's on the Blu-ray, and it seems like this dude did find him. Yeah, he's apparently he's in Rome. I think which, that's where he was from. Yeah, right? yeah. I can see that. Yeah. The hunt for trash. That's crazy. So, man, this is nuts. Like, I had not heard of this movie until until you started. Like, we started kind of talking about this podcast. We started going through like letterboxed, looking for shit, finest finest stuff that looked interesting. You know, we definitely narrowed in on this genre chunk, like being our sweet spot for this crap. Oh yeah. But holy crap! Like. This this has gone far enough that there's a bronxwarriors.co.uk yeah. that this dude has like hunted this guy down, and there's a riff tracks of this. Which, by the way, we understand we broke the rules. And we said yeah. we weren't going to do that, but this came up, and we're like, nope, we're watching it. Don't give a shit. Yeah, we broke um, our rules. We could do that. <laughs> well, we also clearly stated when we set forth the rules that we reserve the right to break them at any time. Uh, yeah, if you Google the movie, though, you can even see there's all sorts of, like, it, it gets played at Alamo Drafthouse all the time in L.A. and, like, all these other random places. Apparently, it's... It's big, right? Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a known, yeah. fun, garbage movie. Yeah, right. One would say trash movie. Ah, oh, oh! Well, one man's trash is... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Another man's also... This was, this was really fun, man. Like, yeah, this, this yeah. movie was really fun. Yeah, I... I I said it earlier. I uh, think it's the best movie we've seen on this podcast for me, at least. Something. So something I was really impressed about is it seemed like the production value on this was a lot better than a lot of the other things that we've watched, or even a lot of the other things that fall into this category of stuff. Yeah. Like, um, so I know that anything, any of these Italian things, like had to at least fifty percent of it be shot in Italy. And I feel like that was pretty obvious, like when they're running around in the the caves and stuff, like the underground. Yeah, it was very European architecture style for a lot of that stuff. So it's pretty obvious that that was when they fight those dusty guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. You know, you look the hallway like brickwork and the arching and the stuff like that. It looked definitely looked very European. Um, yeah, definitely didn't look like 1982 New York. Um, <laughs> But all the exterior shots were like in New York City. So, you know, there's like the New York skylines behind them a lot of the times. Yeah. You can tell they definitely shot all the exterior stuff on location for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that they probably cast all these Hells Angels dudes just because those dudes had their own motorcycles. That's exactly what But yeah. they had motorcycles and they had good looking motorcycles. Yeah. Um,. All the costumes were good. The special effects were good. Like yeah. that one dude. Yeah, there were some solid arm. special effects. I yeah, was pretty that, surprised. That broken arm one was really stood out for me. That yeah, kind of has like it had like yeah. a bone sticking out. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of the writers guys. One of Trash's buddies. Yeah, when they were trying to betray him. When they were betrayal. Right. Eyes betrayal. Trash is that dude? Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, you, if you're listening to this, you should have watched the movie last week, right? So no spoilers. Yeah, duh. Yeah, that's true. Duh. 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 Enjoy it with us. <laughs> but this, yeah, like it was, it was well paced. Very. Um, I don't feel like, I don't feel like there were any parts where I was like, wait, what the fuck? What, what is happening? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's a couple parts where you kind of lose what's going on. Like uh, when they're, they're chasing that dude down. And that guy wrecks his motorcycle. Oh, yeah. And then he's just not seen from again for like two more scenes. And then he just shows up like nothing's gone wrong when he very clearly (laughs) fucked himself up. Yeah, like hardcore. Because that looked nasty. It looked like they didn't plan that. We need to watch the special features because there's like, they they say that there's some interview with a a stuntman or something. And I kind of got to wonder like. Is it that one? Did they just leave that in there because that guy was like, no, 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 that's totally. Why I ate shit. I did that on purpose. See, I I don't have any problem believing that they told him, hey, we need you to wreck here so that that guy can get away. Yeah. But man, dude. ate shit hard. Dude committed. Yeah. Dude committed to that wreck because that looked 
freaking nasty. It did. I once broke my ribs falling sideways off a motorcycle that was at a full stop. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, it was like, er, stop, sideways, over. I, like, landed on my elbow and broke a rib. Fucking sucked. Well, and for that bike, after he wrecked it, the bike does, like, a somersault. And, yeah. like, those aren't light fucking no, bikes. No. Like, he had to have been going, man. But that, yeah, that's... They just they did a pretty decent job with the production on the movie, all things yeah. considered. I mean, I know it's it's low budget trash cinema, ha ha ha. <laughs> but it's I mean, it's way better production value than Phoenix the Warrior. Way better. Uh, way better way. production value than Iron Master. Like a lot of the stuff that you see around this time is just bad and. I don't mean bad in terms of story or acting or whatever, because they're all going to be bad in terms of story and acting and whatever. <laughs> but like production value on this was, was pretty freaking decent, man. Yeah. I was, I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah. I think that's why I was so pumped. We were watching the little, little, uh, like the DVD menu thing that was like the mini trailer. And it, even that I was like, Oh shit, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. Like where it's like showing the weapons. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like flashing the, the chicks nail things. Nine, yeah. Nail, right. Spiky club and uh, dudes with flamethrowers on horses. Yeah. With plastic armor. Yeah. Nothing bad happening there. Where, um, do, where, I, do, you, where do you get that many flamethrowers and where do you get that many horses? I know, yeah. Because well, like a good 20 of them. I feel like a flamethrower must be fairly easy to make. I mean, if Elon yeah, Musk can make a cool one and sell it, then surely true. some and I guess, guys with a bunch of money. That's true. And I guess, <laughs> I guess you can go to like the hardware store and buy those yeah. like weed burner things that you hook up to a propane yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all those horses. It's a lot of horses. It was a lot of horses. Yeah, it was impressive. I'm more impressed with, I want to know, they got the Hells Angels for the motorcycles, but who did they get? For the horses. Hell's horses. Hell's horses. horses. Hell's horses. horses. Yeah. Horses angels. Yeah. Mr. Ed's angels. <laughs> I also, I wanted to point this out. My, one of my favorite gangs in the whole thing was the weird tap dance gang. Yeah. <laughs> Who arbitrarily showed up to tap dance battle, but then realized. They didn't really they were like, do anything. We're friends. Yeah, we're cool. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. You can go on through. What's up, trash? <laughs> but they had like the. Like the makeup, like the, almost like the Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, yeah, makeup. right. And the like uh, the p- silver plastic party store <laughs> yeah, bowler hats. Right. They were my favorite. Yeah, they were they were great. They were really great. weird. They if really you uh, weird. the especially when like their leader spins out and she was like kind of trying to talk in rhymes a little bit, but yeah. like really bad. Sort of have, have, I was hoping for like a monologue while she tap danced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was too. Why are you here? <laughs> Cha 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 clack clack clack. I really like the zombies, the main bad guy gang. Yeah, that George Eastman was the leader of. I really like them. They were fucking oh, yeah. weird looking. Yeah. They had some guys in there that looked like Gene Simmons, or uh, not Gene Simmons, uh, Gene Audrey. Richard Simmons, Gene Wilder, Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. They had Richard Simmons, Simmons. guys. <laughs> this was the Simmons. They were wearing those like those like. Why I don't understand why they were so white. Yeah, that just were, seems like a terrible idea. For post-apocalypse, is to wear white. Yeah. So they got like white Nazi helmets. Again, more freaking Nazi helmets. I don't right, want, right. That those probably just those. That was the easiest. It's easy to. There's easiest lots thing of to lots of military the, surplus, surplus back store. then. Yeah. 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 You went to a surplus store. You get like, flamethrowers. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if they're in Italy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. If they're right. in Italy, it was, it was a no fucking shit. fifty lira. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, and then they got these like. Uh, they they reminded me of like um, the cushions that you'd see on like eighties wicker patio furniture. Yes. Yeah, they just cut a hole in it, cut yeah, a head hole in it, and twist it sideways so it makes a little diamond V yeah. kind of situation. Just, and then just rock that shit, and they're running yeah. around with like field hockey sticks, yeah. rollerblades. They, they weren't field. Or they run roller roller skates too. Yeah. And they, but they weren't field hockey sticks because they're like real thin, yeah, they're like real thin, like metal. But they shaped them like a field. Hockey Reminded stick. me of like I worked at eighty four lumber once, and you would find like weird, like bent pieces of aluminum that were some part of somebody's house project, and it looked like they just all had like a bunch of those little skinny aluminum whatever. And yeah. they would like just bar shatter stuff. and break when yeah. they would hit things. Yeah, and yeah. they weren't that <laughs> weapons. Yeah, worst no, gang ever. Were they sharp? Like, I don't they, think they so. Like, they didn't even hook anybody with one. It has like yeah. a clear hook on the end of it. And there's there no hooking. People. They're just hitting people with them. 
Well, hooking is a penalty. That's right. It's two minutes. <laughs> two, minutes two minutes for hooking. Uh, yeah, I really like those dudes, though. And I thought George Eastman. Uh, George Eastman reminded me a lot of uh, Show Nuff. Yes, I got that vibe, From The too. Last Dragon. <laughs> the last show going to Harlem. Show with Harlem. Uh, just, like, kind of the way his costume looked and stuff. And I don't know if they shot him, like, with the camera down, but he looks really big. He is a big dude. He is a, he is a pretty tall guy. I want to say he's, like, 6'4 or something like that. I made him look at me look bigger. He's a pretty Well, he had, like, a good 6-inch top knot going on, too. Yeah. So yeah. That's true. That's true. He had some good hair. And that fight with him and Fred Williamson. Yeah, that was great. That was beautiful. I... Oh, he's six six. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, he's a he's a real dude. tall he's dude. He's a big dude. I knew he was tall. I didn't know that Luigi Montefiore was six six though. Yeah, George was not his real name. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. Spoiler. Already, already done. Googled that. I don't think there's many Eastmans in Italy. I had to know how to spell his name for the tattoo I'm going to get on my ass. Um. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. <laughs> Um, the fight. Oh, the fight. Oh, the fight with, with yeah, the fight yeah, with Fred yeah, yeah, Williamson yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, George Mason. Dude, I never know I wanted something so bad in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Until they're like, they're like getting ready to square off. I was like, oh, fuck, yes, this is going to rule. And it was good. It, it was, was. kind of short. It was, it was short. short fight, yeah. But I'm okay with that. Like, you get a lot of these movies where they draw this fight scene out and they right. have people that are bad at doing fight scenes, yeah. doing fight scenes for like 10 minutes. Right. And I don't need they live fucking eat that garbage can fight scene in every movie. <laughs> so I mean that fight scene's that fight scene's a good ten straight minutes it's like and 10, they, it's minutes, it's right? long. But I mean you got a professionally trained wrestler. Right, I was gonna say fighter <laughs> air quotes. Dancer. But whatever, he's 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 professionally trained. Dude, especially crazy. Yeah, I mean Piper knew what he knew how to throw a punch, you know. Yeah, especially like a movie punch. Threw all those ones at Hogan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that fight scene was pretty good. The whole like all the fight scene towards the end, like the yeah. whole climax fight scene, a chick running around the whip. Yeah, whip, 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 yeah, whip, right. right. No the reason. witch. The witch. <laughs> the witch. The witch. That's what he called it. He was like, "What do you think, witch?" I was like, by, either you're being real misogynist, or maybe that's her name. And given by Betty Desi. Oh yeah, classic. One IMDb credit. Is, is it, and it's that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, she has one credit. Yeah. We know she was in this one. What else would it be? Well, you never know. Maybe she doesn't want anybody to know. The names of the characters in this too. Speaking of that, hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. Hammer. Ogre. The ogre. Trash. Main Trash. character. Trash. Eyes. Eyes. Trash, yeah. Witch, hawk. Blade. Leech. Paul. <laughs> I missed Paul. <laughs> oh, guys, you know what I just realized, though? It's not eyes. It's ice. Ice? Ice. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> that's, the wor- that's, that's terrible. Bullshit. That's He's bullshit. clearly the You're only gonna guy give with the guy, glasses. The guy who wears the funny glasses. <laughs> You're going to call him Ice. That's just because the and guys... Eyes. Clearly, all of the people from this movie just spend all their time searching for any mention of this movie to get on there and be like... <laughs> Ice, you idiots. <laughs> Dummy. Dude, that guy's Stupid. filmography is super weird. Ices? Yeah, so it goes like 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 81, 82, 87, 88, 2001, 2017. Oh, what's oh, he wow. in in 2017? He's in the Revenge. Something House. called Little Diamonds. Uh, wait a minute, though. In you, 2001, he's in Shaka Zulu. Uh, because in 1986, he wrote five episodes of Shaka Zulu. Oh, no shit. The first five episodes. Actually, oh, no, that's a, that's a producer credit. My bad. I don't know how long Shaka Zulu is. I don't know that I've ever seen it. So maybe he wrote all of it. I don't know, ten episodes. So it looks like he wrote half of, uh, half of Shaka Zulu. Huh. So that's kind of freaking crazy. Um, Mark Gregory has a whole list of films that I'm going to personally have to invest some time in, uh, including Thunder 1, 2, and 3, uh, but also Just a Damned Soldier. That's trash, right? Yeah, that's trash. Uh, And then let's not forget, uh, where was that other one? Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Adam and Eve versus the Cannibals. 
Whoa. So that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm going to look at this guy, too. Some more trash. Uh, and then he had something about a bus, too, that was apparently terrible. I don't know where it went, but it sounded awesome. I'm all about that guy now. Like, <laughs> He's absolutely absurd. This was pretty great. Um, I'm very excited to continue down this stretch. Um, we're, def- think- we're definitely going to have to get you back in here. Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. Some more. I'm um, all about it. New Barbarians. We have four inputs on the thing. We'll probably bring Steve in. I was going to say, I was too. thinking Steve needs to enjoy this Get Steve well. back. Uh, Steve's kind of become the uh, unofficial third man. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he's in two episodes in a row. He's been, he's yeah, been, in, he's been in two of the five of these that we've done. So. <laughs> it's about as unofficial as it can get. Plus, plus, he was like super into it. And he's like, this is fun. And, you know, he's a big movie nerd kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. So it's good to have him. And he's... He told me, he's like, you guys ever need help? Just let me know. If you ever need a guest, let me know. So. Definitely. I definitely want to watch uh, Escape from the Bronx and New Barbarians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of going to be the, the little trilogy here. Yeah. I'm going to try not to, like, when I go home tonight, I'm going to try my best not to watch those. Yeah, exactly. Mean, that's already what I'm that, dude. I can, but. Then you'll have some, some special insights when we do it on that's the show. That's true. That's true. Remember, we're going to try to pre-watch <laughs> stuff. and We kind of suck at that. So, I, mean, I did it once. You did it once. I've done it zero times. <laughs> I've done it zero times other than the fact that I had seen Iron Master probably four times. Right. Because I love that Well, movie. let's be real, though. These movies are fun to watch in a group, but some of them... I mean, this one, I would totally watch this by myself, for sure. But like some of the other ones in the genre, I guess I would say, you start watching it by yourself, and then you kind of start to feel a little... It's definitely a little... Maybe. Yeah, or you're, like, you're yeah. like, I'm not going to make like, it through this. This is lengthy. This is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fun to watch. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so unfortunately in back to back months, yeah, we have failed and we have failed again because 1990, the Bronx Warriors does not Bronson. Uh, it does not Bronson. Are you, I don't know if you're aware of our segment. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I know about it. I've, I've been told Steve filled me in. Cool. It doesn't, it doesn't Bronson, but it does have a Bronson number of two. Uh, Vic Morrow starred in a movie called The Glass House with Alan Vint, who was in Breakout with Charles Bronson. Okay, all right. So it's, a, two, some... it's, a, two, it's a two-stepper. But it is a one-stepper to Iron Master. It is. Because it's got George Eastman. Does it Iron Master? And yes. honestly, yes, as much as we love Charles Bronson, we also love George Eastman. Might be a two-segment. A two <laughs> does, it, does, it, <laughs> does, does it Eastman? Eastman? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, the, it doesn't Bronson, but that's fine because at Eastman's and yeah. Eastman's single-handedly and it was pretty great. So for that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to rate 1990, the Bronx Warriors four out of five high-waisted jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I am going to give it a four and a Half you're going to go I really love this movie. It was really good, man. Yeah, this really is by was. far my favorite. I mean, I love Iron Master. This is mm-hmm. by far my favorite of, the, of what we've done on the show. Yeah. I can see that. Nice. Aaron? Oh, do I get, do I get a yeah, rate? Yeah, give it a star it uh, out of five. I, like I mean, five. like, this is really my first dance with the dark side, but I'm going to give it, like, a solid 4.5 also. Like, I'm probably going to watch that shit again later today. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say 4.5 high-waisted jeans and like a solid 0.1 Nazi memorabilia, for but not <laughs> whoa, racist. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Un-racist Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> so, yeah, I love this movie. I think this was a good one. We we did a good oh, we did a good pick here. For sure. And yeah. I'm, yeah, it was good. It was so <laughs> I don't even good. know what to say about it. Man. I, I love was, it. I'm at a complete loss because it was just it lived up to every expectation I had. This is what it, I was hoping to find when I when I wanted to start this podcast with you. I was like, well, I want stuff like this, and we did it. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's it. You can quit now. So, yeah. <laughs> so we've gone three in a row that have been like post-apocalyptic sci-fi crap. Yeah. You realize that, so maybe I feel like that's a little. I, maybe we don't, man. Maybe we don't, or maybe we don't. Maybe we don't because there are so many of these freaking movies. There's literally hundreds of movies like this, and yeah. we do a show every other week. 
So it's going to be a long time before we run out of stuff like this. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a long time. So maybe we'll just do maybe, – maybe, maybe we'll do season one where we'll just do all post-apocalyptic sci-fi 80s stuff. Ooh. Maybe season two, whatever. I don't know. Whatever, we'll talk about yeah. it. We'll figure it out. Maybe. I like that idea. Let us know if you uh, want to see – that kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, let it's us the know. stuff we like. Um, also, if you want to see other stuff, we kind of don't care. <laughs> We're gonna watch what we want to watch. Um, maybe if you got something good to recommend, cool. But uh, yeah. We'll also, let, yeah. Let us know if you have any recommendations. Let us know if you want to be on the show. Um, I just learned recently that uh, Facebook now has you could set up appointments for pages. So maybe you can, like little, you can set an appointment if you want to be on the show. Probably not, though, because, you know, I got some stuff to do. Let's not get too carried away locking, locking you guys me. into stuff. But, uh, yeah, definitely hit us up on the Facebook page. Make sure, Smash that like. <laughs> Leave a comment below. Get those, get those notifi- <laughs> get them notifications. Click um, that bell. As always, uh, big shout-out to Nate with the Journey Into Comics Podcast Network yes. for allowing us to do this. Um, and you can find all their shows on Spotify. Brews with Dudes. Dungeons with Dudes. Journey Into Wrestling. Uh, dudes on Dudes. Uh, that's coming soon. Podtastrophe. <laughs> Podcastrophe. I'm sure there's other ones I'm forgetting. Foodies Watching Movies. Foodies Watching Movies. Uh, the... Um, all the shows. The Poor oh. Report. Or sorry, Poor 360. Poor 360. There you go. So, yeah, be sure to check out all these other shows. Um, you know, like, we're just really happy to be able to do this. Yeah. And for them giving us this platform to do so. Um, so, be sure to check us out next time when we're going to watch We Don't Know. The because it'll picture. be a couple <laughs> weeks before we have to record another episode. Uh, but it, you can bet you, but they're probably going to be like shirtless dudes in vests fighting somebody in a wasteland of some sort. Yep. With really good posture. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably what's going to happen. Uh-oh. So uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the D list. I'm John. I'm Dave. And I've been Aaron. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.